0: Uh, next week i'm gonna come in with one sheet of paper
1: okay add to it man just written in pencil yeah. <laughs>
0: sorry i forgot to print this out but i thought this would, I thought this would suffice
2: Christopher. Christopher Robin.
3: an all-time classic that i still have yet to see I've recommended <laughs> I've recommended that movie to you it. so many times. You're this is what it.
0: Max does. If I recommend anything to Max, <laughs> nah. he puts it off. <laughs> I'm all right <clears> for a while. Like, okay, yeah, Forrest Gump. It took Max. How how long did it take for you to watch Forrest Gump or or Saving Private Ryan? I haven't seen Saving
3: Private Ryan. Oh, so there you go. What? I know, Tim. I haven't Tim. I watched Forrest Gump in like high school. Did I recommend it to you in junior high? Yeah, but that was a totally different time in my life. I got to go watch a movie based off a of junior hires recommendation. I wouldn't expect you to do so the same you, do to me. You still, do you still view me as me in, in that, that case? Junior high? In that case, when I say, "Man, you really need to see Tokyo Drift," <laughs> that, that would add a lot of merit to it if we're oh, going man. by our junior high. Standards, which still does, by the way. Tokyo Drift is one of my all-time guilty pleasures.
4: I have not seen a single Fast and Furious movie. Are you serious? I mean,
1: like the original one, Tanner? We were... No, I've never seen it. We are actually
0: talking about Hobbs and Shaw launched today. Mm-hmm. I have not seen that, nor do I wish. But we were talking about like all the Fast and Furious movies we've seen. I think I've only seen two or three.
3: The funniest thing about the Fast and Furious franchise, and one of the main reasons you're really going to enjoy it, is how it goes from... Literally a guy undercover trying to keep people from stealing DVD players and 20-inch tube TVs in um, street racing to literally Vin Diesel being a superhuman who can break a- in half a parking garage by jumping up and slamming his fist down really hard, which is still one of the greatest cinematic scenes I've ever seen in my Wait, life. Wait, that actually happened? Yeah, he's like fighting the bad guy. Which and one was this? I think it was the Fate of the Furious, because he had his superhero mask. Which in that one, one, one is that? Eight. Fate. Fate. Oh, F eight. Okay. Fate oh, of the okay. Furious. Okay. He had a it, superhero mask? He he had like a he had this mask that basically was like that it was like a he looked like um You ever you ever play that game uh, Army of Two on oh, the original Xbox? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like this full bodied mask, almost like Shredder. Uh, but uh, he wore it in there, but not, like, all the time, but he wore it, like, when he was fighting and stuff like that, and it kind of just made him look like a superhero. Um, But, yeah, there was this (laughs) scene at the end of the movie where he's fighting the big bad, and uh, the parking garage is already falling apart. It's already splitting in half, and he just sends the finishing blow by leaping in the air and moving 50,000 tons of cement with just the... Our family and Coronas. Oh, that was
1: <laughs> me, familia,
3: dude. Do it for the family. We're family.
4: <laughs> we're family.
3: Corona, Gosh. dude. I love the Fast and Furious movies. I, they're they're so stupid, and I cherish them with all my heart. Did did I ever tell you guys the story about me crying at about uh, (laughs) in the Fast and Furious movie? Uh, No, I didn't cry. So, this is after Paul Walker died. This is the movie directly after Paul Walker died. So, they had to film in mostly with like his brother and they like use special effects to CGI Paul Walker's like face over his brother's. His brother looks almost identical to Paul, Uh anyways. I disagree, it's it's close. Um, (laughs) And uh, it's close enough for movie magic, Jordan. And uh, he, I think he could do that with anyone's face. <laughs> and at the end of the, yeah, it's true. What well, we saw it in The Irishman. At the end of the day, at the end of the movie, um, Paul <laughs> Paul Walker's character, who is obviously dead at this time, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker were great friends in real life. And they're Vin Diesel's driving away because he knows Paul or whatever the Brian, Brian's is, is retiring from the family life and from the the life of being a you know, big time car driver and he's going to settle down with his family and uh, Vin Diesel starts driving away in his car and uh, Brian catches up with him in his car and rolls down his window and says, thought you could leave without saying goodbye and Vin just says like something like, You know some Vin Diesel line really gravelly.
1: You feel it more. See, I don't think he says anything in that moment. He may not,
3: and because it it cuts like cuts his face and he smiles back. And they, they yeah, and they drive. (laughs) They're driving down the road, and then it goes into a fork, and Vin goes one way, Paul goes the other. And it was an emotional scene in the movie. I gotta be honest, they did a really good job because you know they played that. They played
1: that one song.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's been a long day without you. That one.
1: Exactly yeah. like that. Exactly. It's no Charlie
3: Pooth is in the building, guys. Charlie Pooth. Um, they're on the highway? They're on there. No, they're on like some back country like road in Mexico, some place where Paul's going to, where Brian is going to retire. Or something. I don't know. So I just
1: imagine. They're in California. Like, it's like a coastal highway.
3: Yeah. Where like him going into head-on traffic. And, yeah, yeah there's no at, traffic like, at all. But, um, 70
4: miles per hour yeah. or something. <laughs> like rolls down the window and all you hear is just fucking wind. And, like say <laughs> <laughs> about I think they could stop. They come to a stop. That's they, they
3: come to a complete oh, stop. Yeah. If Eddie says oh, that. Okay. That would be hilarious. There you go. The wind's blowing in his face. Bug flies in there. Yeah. Fuck. Um, but yeah, it was an emotional scene in the movie. But I cried when <laughs> I go to pick up my girlfriend, now fiancé Paige at the time, to go grab some dinner the next day. And I'm describing to her the scene. And I'm driving and all of a sudden all the emotions just come over me for some reason. And I start sobbing like a fucking maniac. I literally cannot stop crying. And she goes, are you okay? And I'm like, it's just really sad. And I have to pull over off the side of the road and, and, uh, completely just finish my cry and sob for about like two more minutes. And then I'm able to compose myself and get back on the road. So that's my, that's my story of, Crying over Fast and Furious.
4: Nice.
0: Sweet. There you go. So. I was going to make a comment about me crying during Christopher Robin, but I feel like it'd be <laughs> inappropriate in this situation.
3: Yeah, someone actually died, Tim. Not just a fake bear going back to this 100 acre woods. I saw,
1: I mean, Christopher Robin's belief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kidding. I saw a car accident. He's not fake. He's real morning.
0: if you believe he's real. Sorry, what?
4: Why does that sound like something you. Okay, go ahead. I don't know, man. It was bad. Like, I don't know any of the details. I tried, like, looking up local news throughout the day to see if there was Mm. anything on it. But going down 118th, yeah. Now it kind of starts to bend around and turns into, like, Northgate or whatever.
1: (laughs) Something like that that bends down into old. old...
4: And then it hooks through Old Olathe. But as I was coming around the bend, there was a side street kind of coming up. And um, all of a sudden this car just rolls like across the street, lands like on its roof. Oh, wow. I have no idea what happened. Uh, Did you get out and help? Everyone kind of came to a stop. And then there was a guy who, I don't know if that car hit another car or if a car hit the car that started rolling. Someone was walking towards the overturned car And there's like sheriffs all over that area because it's by the courthouse. I think there was like a motorcycle cop just happened to be right there. So people in front of me kept going. So I kind of slowly like, I felt weird. uh, But yeah, I have no idea if everyone was okay. I sure hope so.
3: I sure hope so as well. Sure hope
4: so. There were a lot of sirens a minute later as I was walking into the office. Like, fire engine came by, Mm. cop cars went lights and sirens down the street. So, Uh,
3: Certainly the Cinemaxic podcast is thinking of the people who were in that accident. Hopefully they were able to get out okay. That's a scary situation, Tanner. Scary. One time I was driving to work and there was cops with a big yellow tarp that was, like, on two poles with, like, weighted bottoms, like it was meant to cover, to block the vi- view of something. And they're walking down towards this lake, and there was a lot of cop cars lining up, lots of cop cars and lots of police in the area. And I was like, what the hell was that? That's super strange. Turns out that a guy either doesn't know how to swim or was, you know, you know trying to, you know, I don't know, drown himself. And he, there was a, there was a dead body in the lake right off of, like, Metcalf and It was, uh,
0: before Metcalf in college.
3: Yeah, Metcalf in college. There's uh, the the Shamrock buildings or whatever. There's, like, the Shamrock place or something. Shamrock towers. I don't know what they call them. And there's a big lake out in front of it or a big pond out in front of it. Yeah. And they, uh, apparently they pulled a dead body from there that they found floating. The people in the office are warming up their coffee and they look down and, I guess it wouldn't be warming it up. It'd probably be hot. It was in the morning, so it'd still be hot. It could be. They could have brought it from home. Yeah, that's it, it, true. So they could have been warming up their coffee. And apparently they looked down, and there was just a body floating in there. I mean, that's a, one way to start your day. And uh, yeah, it turns out that there was a dead body in there for sure. And uh, yeah, they don't really know why he did that, but he did die. Or and then they do know. You just don't know why he did it. I don't know why I did it. Last, and then three weeks ago, in front of the same building, I don't know what's going on with this place. Like, it's some sort of cursed ground. or Something's going on in that water. But there was a guy running, like running from four very large security guards in front of this place. And I'm not joking, as close as Jordan is to me, they wrap this guy up and it's he's like trying people. to rip away from him. And there's like three cars pulled over, like with people out, like trying to call the police and stuff. And this guy gets tackled. And uh, that's all I heard of that. I didn't hear anything else. So I was like, that seemed like that was a big deal. And I don't know if it's, I want to know what he was trying to do. Maybe we should just stop going that Maybe down we should. Road. Maybe he was just Take hanging Dong on route. Metcalf. You know, people like to call the police about everything. Can a guy not just hang Dong anymore? <laughs> That's probably what was
1: happening. <laughs> no, nope. not in, only one person. Not can. in this town, but Kylo Ren. It's Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. You know, and
3: on that note, on today's episode of Cinemaxic, we're going to be discussing various movie news. There's not much to talk about, to be honest. <laughs> so That's we're just going to bullshit this. And you couldn't tell by the intro. We're
4: about to waste <laughs> 40 minutes. Here. Yeah.
3: <laughs> There's not going to be much exciting things to happen, but. We are going to talk TV talk today to fill in some time, including Watchmen, including the reactions to The Witcher. We're also going to talk what we watched this week, as always, and, of course, a couple new trailers dropped for Black Widow and 007, No Time to Die. And guess what? There's no time to die right now, because it's podcasting time. It's it's time to dive in. This is Cinematic. <laughs>
4: Missed a huge opportunity for a segue mm-hmm. into your intro there. What did I Talking do? Talking about like? accidents and, and death. death. And oh, No
0: time, no to, time die, to die. But... No nah, oh, well. Yeah. yeah. You should have so stopped you, if we would have planned
3: this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I was like scouring the internet for any DC news I could find, and I just came up blank today, guys. I'm That's sorry. Somebody um, well
0: threw Watchmen in there. <laughs> no, no.
3: I actually I always forget Watchmen is DC, but I'll tell you this much, man. I started reading the graphic novel for the first time. I'm 25 pages in and I'm hooked. And one, I freaking love Rorschach. Like that is like an awesome character. Within 25 pages, that is a super cool character. I just love his demeanor. And just he's just a really cool guy. He's got a cool grapple gun. He's
4: not. He's not a cool guy. <laughs> I mean,
3: he, he. In his own way, Tanner. In he does what's right. He's a
4: compelling character. He but does I what, wouldn't say he's a cool or.
3: Well, he. Potentially he, even good person. He's not a good person, but either is Batman. Batman's not really a good person.
4: He's more good than Rorschach. For
3: sure. The, what, they, what the creator was, Alan Moore, yeah. always said is that Rorschach is what Batman would be like in real life he wouldn't batman wouldn't just go on having a normal life like as bruce wayne he would just be kind of a fucked up person
4: well but batman doesn't kill people he doesn't and you know
0: watchman is batman does watchman is definitely true. in a
4: morally you the know zack snyder murderverse batman does <laughs> kill people who also They're,
3: directed watchman it's true um oh yeah Rorschach clearly, this is definitely a morally uh, inept society that Watchmen takes place in. Uh, but uh, I don't know, I just really like his gruff attitude.
4: 1980s America. Well, yeah, exactly. Pretty much exactly. Yes.
3: <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I just like his kind of gruff attitude. I have no problem with him as a character so far. I'm sure he's going to do some pretty mean things. I thought it was like 1940s. That's pretty mean.
4: Nope, it's the 80s. No, yeah. But I thought
3: Doctor Manhattan was created Ow. during the Manhattan Project. Well, I haven't sat at this end of the table. There is definitely a technically right y- I think you have
1: yes the, yes. the meat <laughs> of did, the actually. story takes place
3: maybe. I think you're sitting close oh. <laughs> <I> am, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah man 25 pages in that graphic novel and I'm hooked I'm like I love the art I love the way the story is being told and I can't wait to watch the movie after that because I actually started the movie and stopped it because I wanted to read the graphic novel first you still haven't seen the movie No, and there's like four cuts in the movie you can watch there's like one that's like four hours long yeah. do you like them all
4: um I would say the director's cut is probably worth watching the ultimate cut that's interspersed with the animated shorts. no, no. not worth it no no no, no, no
3: no no all right, well, I'll definitely know what to look for then um but yeah no, it's uh it's 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 compelling, and we'll talk about the watchman t v show here later on the show, but um, as always, of course, I'm your host, max Lita at Max wazzi. Back again for another episode with my two, uh, three amigos here. Uh, Tim Reichmuth at Tim Trist. Uh, how are we doing today, my friend? Good. Tanner? Okay. Tanner Rush at Danger Rush. How are you doing today? <laughs> Good. Okay. And Jordan Katz are on the ones <laughs> and twos down there behind yeah. the, the mic and behind the camera because guess what? We're testing our live stream situation. Um, and uh, it's fun. Jordan put together a cool little backdrop that we'll show you at some point uh, when we when we decide to go live with this thing. It's not perfect, though. It's not perfect. It's one not. critique. One it was critique, on
1: that. It was on the other wall for a second. Yeah. Uh, and it was a f- fucking nightmare trying to move it. One Tanner one, helped. Thank one God. critique: <laughs> the light is a
3: little bright, and I believe that needs to be. There. Oh no! But I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> My, <laughs> My critique: Max is, is just staring right I'm, into I'm it. I'm looking dead <laughs> at it. Like, like I am be uh, blind by the time recording I have, I have, I have I, to be honest, I haven't been able to see a thing for the past sixty seconds. So uh, I think that's already
1: Don't look into the light fully on.
3: I'm just looking at the bottom of the tripod. Did you turn just, like, it up I turned it yeah. down, I need to turn oh. it back up. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um but yeah, This is what this is why we practice. <laughs> working out the kinks. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. Um Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> which what, what do we what, what do we watch this week boys uh i watched uh a, a few things <laughs> <laughs> um i watched uh let's start with claws the christmas movie the netflix exclusive christmas movie 2d hand drawn animation mm. i can definitively say it is one of the most, most gorgeous animated movies i have ever seen
1: you need to watch your name All right. Keep sorry <laughs> i i'm
0: trying to think of what i watched and i i'm like i watched something but i have absolutely no well, recollection while so, that, that
3: shows w- how good it was while you're thinking of that i'll continue with what i watched <laughs> and uh <laughs> the, can, the, the 2d animation here's the thing guys if you want to see 2d animation and i know plenty of our listeners are passionate 2d animation <laughs> oh, fiends yes. they can't get enough of it um But if you do, you should go watch Claus and support it, because it's gorgeous, and I want to see more from this studio. It's just, it's an amazing art style. I loved it. And uh, yeah, and the story is really good. It's a unique take on the classic Santa Claus tale, Um, a lot of emotional weight to it, Uh, some cool things to the old quote-unquote Santa Claus lore uh, that happens in this uh, movie, and yeah, it's just a fun watch. The voice acting is incredible. Um there's some great music in here, great little musical bits. There was maybe one or two like musical choices that I was like oh, that's kind of an interesting song choice for this bit of the film. But it is a smaller indie studio, so I don't think they had like the biggest budget with that, but it still was it was still great. Um can't recommend it enough. It was really, really good. Really good. Anyone even, even if you don't like Christmas movies, I think you should give it a watch because to be honest it it i mean it really d- doesn't feel like a christmas movie it's kind of like joker it's like a it's christmas movie in theme only but like what happens in it just seems like it could be any movie about an old guy giving away presents and it's it's kind of cool it's mm. really good mm. um i also got a chance to let's see on um saturday night to watch the irishman all 3 hours and 30 minutes of it oof very long and i only was able to watch like half of it before i had to cut it and and watch the rest in the morning very good film uh great performances by al pacino robert de niro um and uh damn it what's his face Steve, one of the wet no. bandits ray romano joe pesci joe pesci I was about and to ray say romano. Steve I Buscemi. ray's good in that too oh ray romano uh, joe, I mean? joe yeah. pesci coming out of a uh, he's
4: making a comeback the Renaissance. Hey, he was mm. he almost was nominated for an Oscar Everybody for loves him.
3: uh for his role in um uh, the Big Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good in that. But um he's good in this too. Um but yeah, Joe Pesci coming out of retirement to act again with two guys he's acted with plenty of times and one guy he's been directed by plenty of times, Martin Scorsese. It's pretty much like the all-star team of mob movie Actors that, and it's all in one movie. You also get for just like a second, like uh, maybe like three minutes of screen time. Harvey Keitel, oh, he's he's not in it very much at all. Is Ray Liotta in it. Ray Liotta did not make they it. Didn't get they didn't get Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta. you'd think he would be in it, um, huh. but uh, they didn't get Ray. But uh, it's a great movie. I will say this the special effects are incredible. To be honest with you, I couldn't tell when I was like, honestly, it was so good and so natural, I was like, okay, what part is CGI? When, when is the CGI? Like, when am, when am I, is this not just Robert De Niro and heavy makeup? Because they did a really good job uh, at morphing the face and m- making them look younger in different parts. So that was great. The score, super, super good. Um, and the story, though, it is very long. It is definitely the story Martin Scorsese wanted to tell. I would wager, the you know, as, as a guy who's always... You know championing championing true cinematic experiences by not wanting to go to like netflix and 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 you know obviously all this comments on Marvel, I think there's no doubt that this movie is not made without Netflix because there's no way this movie is three hours and thirty minutes long and getting in a movie theater they're they're gonna they're gonna cut that down big time if they.
4: Your neighbors are. I think, some I, music I think right they're. Up. They
3: were hanging up Christmas stuff, so I think they're in. Uh, uh, they're they're uh, getting okay. into the. They're it's getting a holly jolly Christmas. Is that right? I took the words right out of my mouth. Um, but it was very very good, and uh, Al Pacino is great in this. He, he Al Pacino does a great job portraying really real people. He did so in this. Um, and Rob uh, Robert De Niro is. Frank Sheeran. I just you know I've been doing a lot I've been diving into Robert De Niro's catalog a lot lately. I've been watching I watched Raging Bull, The comedian, uh The King of Comedy and uh Taxi Driver all recently and I want to keep watching more. I just love him as an actor. Um and yeah, no I it's great. There's this really isn't any spoilers. I just love the the ending of the film is rather sad until and I was kind of sad and depressing until you realize like no, this guy kind of deserves what's happening to him. It 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 explores something that mob films often are kind of afraid to explore. And it's like what happens to these guys in their older age and what happens to them later in life. Most of the time they're dead. They don't really get to make it past like yeah. to an older age. But in the case of um Russ and Frank Sheeran in this movie, who were big-time mafia kingpins, they end up serving time and they serve most of the rest of their life behind bars. And it's just a really good look at how their lives were so lavish. There were such big deals in the mafia community. They were getting celebrated with big dinners and people just, you know, kiss their uh, pinky finger, right. With the ring. And they're, they're bowed down to them and they're big shot callers and all this. When they go to prison, no one cares. They have nothing. They're just withering away old men. And, that all all that majesty and all that things that they did, they sacrificed throughout their lives, all the killing and the blood that they spilled and the family life they sacrificed, all amounted to absolutely nothing besides them being alone and dying alone. It was sad at first, but then you realize that I, I they do a great it's basically a teardown of that culture and and just showing these guys are assholes. They deserve what the life they, they ended up getting. Um, There's a great scene at the end where Robert De Niro is like, Frank Sheeran is like 90 and he's getting interviewed by the FBI trying to close the case of what happened to Jimmy Hoffa, who is played by Al Pacino. Jimmy Hoffa goes famously missing in the 80s. Frank knows what happened and I won't spoil that. You guys will find out in the movie. Frank knows what happens, but he says... I'm not, I am can't tell, I can't tell. And the FBI goes, who are you trying to protect? And they literally list every single main character in the movie by name, and like they're all dead. They're all gone. Who are you trying to protect? And there's just this great emotional weight to that, that he realizes everything he did, pointless. He isn't, no one cares about him. He's lost his family, well, and it's coming down on him.
4: The movie doesn't really go into, but his son goes on to become like a huge you know, albeit forgettable pop star in, you know, the late 2000s. Yeah, yeah.
3: Know? It's incredible that no one's ever even noticed that. It's, um, you know...
4: Wait, who's his son?
3: Ed. Ed. Multiply, oh, really? divide. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no.
1: Oh boy! Oh
4: Tim, the the song, the the (laughs) was it the shape of you? Yeah, it was. Uh, It's it's actually about a big plate of spaghetti. (laughs) 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 That is popping for him. Oh my god! (laughs) It's
3: it's about the guy Bagul. Oh Tim, that was really funny. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I. It would make sense. I mean, it was. Wait, no. No, when it you guys, oh god! That's, I thought someone was just coming into your house. No, I was, feel like I an idiot. Terrified. Oh fuck! I was, Normally I was ready to flip this table. I'm like, let's defend this thing. <laughs> but it's all right. We we know her. Yeah, it's safe. With <laughs> <laughs> no. so, I did like I was like, are your neighbors coming up? Who are hanging Christmas? <laughs> <heard> us. <laughs> you guys are being too loud. <laughs> You're coming over my Christmas songs. Um, but yeah, that's what I watched this week. I think that was, I think that was it. Um, oh, I watched that Netflix. Ne- uh, Christmas special, Let It Snow. Let It Snow. It's not a special, it's a movie. It's got a few, like, up and coming actors and actresses in it. It's, it reminded me a lot of, um, Ah, damn it. I keep forgetting the names. Is that one? It's not technically a Christmas movie, but it also is, like, Die Hard? No. The one where there's, like, a bunch of people, like, it's that, it's like a bunch of separate stories interweaving together. Oh. Oh, um, it's a bunch of separate stories. They weave together. It's I know got what you're Kira talking Knightley about. in it.
0: It's got. Is it something holiday? No.
3: It's got Emma, um, Emma Thompson in it. It's got Alan Rickman in it.
1: How when? When was this? It's got. When did it, this come out? Oh, I it was like early 2000s. About. You know what? Um, let me look it up. Look it up. up. Real
3: quick. Look it up. It's a, it's like not technically a Christmas movie, but it is, and I can't think of it, but it's very similar to that, and it wasn't good. <laughs> Let's just get to um, that. It is Love Actually. Love Actually. Yeah. It was very Love Actually in feeling, but it wasn't- So you uh, didn't Love It Actually. I didn't Love It Actually. I loved Love Actually. This one was not very good. Uh, mm. So, yeah. Those are the three mm-hmm. things I watched that I can remember off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, I also watched a lot of TV, but we'll get to that later. Who wants to go next? So, I remembered what I watched. I didn't watch anything.
4: Cool.
0: I watched, I I think I watched maybe like 15 hours of Rebels. Star Wars Star Rebels? Star Wars Stars Rebels, Rebels oh, yeah. Tim, no. I was, I was, told, I was told to watch It's it. good. <laughs> it's a good show. It's good.
3: It's worth it. You should watch it. Rebels isn't good. There's some good
0: parts Rebels in there. Isn't n- parts in there.
4: Good, Rebels isn't
3: good. You're not good, Rebels isn't good. People beg to differ. There's actually a really great bit there at the end of season two. It's one of the greatest bits of Star Wars I've seen. It's awesome. But you gotta get through two seasons first. <laughs> was it season? Yeah. Are you talking about the, yeah. uh, the mean, Vader-Ahsoka fight? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. I
1: you might awesome. as well just watch it on YouTube. Season three. <laughs> yeah, four? Was it worth
0: it? Oh, man. The end of season four. Holy crap. That's emotional. Look,
4: guys. This isn't Force Vision. But I wish Dave Filoni didn't assume everyone cares about Ahsoka as much as he does. Oh. That's all I I got to say about it.
3: I think you would be surprised how many people care about Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. My roommate, Drew. I I
4: think I would. I think I would be...
3: the greatest thing about Star Wars is you don't have to love everything that's made. Out, made
1: exactly. Put out there. There's so
0: many different characters. There's, each. There's each so many, many different iterations
3: favorite. of the stuff. Max's favorite is C three PO. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's yes, that's a good point, and we will bring that up. Force vision. No, we won't. But, but there is one thing I want to make here. <laughs> there is this weird thing in fandom where if you don't love everything, you can potentially be labeled as a toxic fan just because you don't love everything. Red Letter Media does a favorite bit. I just want to consume the product and then buy more product. And that's like what people expect out of fans is that to you must enjoy it, you must consume it, you must spend your money on it. You have to enjoy it. And if you are objective to something then you're considered toxic. But that's not the case. What's great about movies and film and Star Wars is that you don't have to like everything and we can carry on about our lives. Exactly. Now, here's why I didn't like The Last Jedi. It was- (laughs) No. a a segue Uh, into The Last Jedi uh, conversation. Tanner, what did you watch this week?
4: I watched, finally got around to watching Inside Out. Right, is that what's called the Pixar movie mm-hmm. yeah. about the emotions? Um, it was cute. I I don't know. I definitely can say I'm far outside the target audience for that movie. Um, I recognize it's it's good. I just didn't totally connect with it on a personal level. I didn't really get much out of it. Uh but it was it was fine. It had its Add some funny, cute moments to it. Um, I haven't seen Toy Story 4 or Coco yet, but I feel like Pixar, until I see that, in my mind, they're still at the Cars 2 level of Pixar.
3: People say Coco makes them cry all the time.
4: I want to watch Coco. I just I haven't gotten
0: around to it. I haven't either. Um, I started watching it few weeks ago but i
4: stopped and i just never picked it back up yeah, and of course they've got onward i think it's onward is their new one coming out it's like a fantasy urban fantasy kind of thing chris pratt and tom holland voicing these yeah that oh, looks fun that does i like, I oh, like all the elves I like, I like most of the pixar
3: movies i'm not like lining up to see them in theaters i usually catch them when they come out on dvd because my parents always buy them for the grandkids right um but there's some I go and check. I mean, I'll, I'll probably go check out Frozen 2 at some point. I, I mean, I'll, I enjoyed Frozen Oh, yeah. 1 I know enough, I'm going to. But...
4: That's not Pixar, bud. What is that? That's Disney Animation Studios. Oh, that's right. Tisk, tisk. Yeah. Tsk,
0: I still have not seen Frozen 1. I haven't either. It's, it's you, you want to watch it? Too? You know, it's
4: actually, it's just <laughs> get so
3: good. Cool. You Keep know, it going. You know what the funniest part let's is? Is that like the it's most popular. Plus, right? Tangled's better. The most. Par- oh, by far. Tangled is better. You know what's funny? The most popular, I hate to say it, but probably the most popular Disney song of all time is Let It Go, and it's not even close it's to naive. the best. It's
4: just loud. It's yeah. just a loud Max song. Max just
3: won't let it go. I didn't like any really any of the music. I like the music at the beginning where they're cutting ice and everything like that. That that like kind of like... That, that kind of like Viking... I
4: guess, but like... Tribal type song. I like that, but everything I else is like just okay. I feel like that sequence, from what I remember, went on forever. Yeah. And like, I guess it introduces man character. Man character, number one. Yep. Um, Rapunzel could kick Elsa's his ass, is all I'm saying. No doubt about it. She's got ice, but Rapunzel's got the fucking frying pan. And Tangled is
3: hilarious too. It's funny. It's very funny. I remember watching Tangled for the first time in high Frozen's school.
4: Frozen's not about anything. That was a good night. It's just music. What happened it's just that just movie. Night?
3: It's just a long music video. Yeah, it is. It's just it's and the story's okay. No, no, no. But yeah. Okay, so you got around to watching the, the Inside Out? Inside okay. Out.
4: Uh, 3 stars out of 5.
3: I thought you were going to
0: say
4: out of 10. Yeah. I actually really liked Inside <laughs> Out, but yes, I understand. Uh, yeah, on. I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't dislike it. Yep. I have, I harbor no ill will towards the movie. I was just kind of, eh. yeah. Uh, yeah. Then I watched yeah. Grinch, the new animated one, which you had said on the last
1: episode, I believe, that you had watched it.
4: Is it the yeah, one I Benedict so. Cumberbatch? Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, what, yeah. Is, what was this? I'm sorry. Grinch.
1: Yes, it was you. Not like the animation, right? That was one of your comments, or no?
4: That was me. I don't like. You, okay. I don't. I'm not a fan. Yeah, of yeah no. I, I I was fine with the animation. The animation was like the actual animation of the characters, the character models. It was all fine. The movies just kind of weirdly bright. I don't know. I have for some reason like Grinch does not exist in daylight in my head. I don't know. That's just me, maybe. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe he's nocturnal. Is that canon? I don't know. I just can't get away from the Jim Carrey take on it. You like that one? Oh, I love that movie. Oh, it's so the... underappreciated. It
3: is. And I caught that movie on TV the other day, and I'm just like, you know what I always think when I see it? I'm like, this is so bizarre.
4: It's weird. The <laughs> but movie's it's completely
3: weird. If it is good. Which
4: I think is great, because the animated Grinch is not weird at all. It that, has no personality. That well, And that was also during the period, Which is my problem
3: with it. And, and the early 2000s is also the period of time where people were obsessed with making live action versions of cartoons. Like, obsessed with it. Scooby-Doo, Garfield, The Grinch, oh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Seuss. Cat, or, and uh, Cat and Hat. Yeah, and uh, like, Hat, oh, I forgot about Cat and yeah. Hat. Just all these like bizarre live action iterations and it never really is like- yeah, it's like it always suits it better to do like a just a really good animated movie than it is to do the live action. But that, I mean, that in this case, maybe not because that is it's got a special place in my heart. It's just
4: the movie. <laughs> I, I don't really know. know. I felt like it didn't really have any. It's inoffensive, but there's like no charm to it whatsoever, which is bad since it's Doctor Seuss adaptation. See,
3: I thought there was some charm to it because I thought the the whole. Grinch just wanting to, the reason he hates Christmas is because he just can't be a part of Christmas because he doesn't have anyone to celebrate with. I thought that was kind of touching and sad.
4: I don't know. It felt like every other Illumination movie to me. It felt almost more like, and I say this as a millennial, but it feels like, Like, this is the first movie I've seen where, like, this was made by fucking millennials. Like, whoever wrote (laughs) it. It's like if BuzzFeed, like, made a movie. That was kind of, like, the humor about it. Like, a millennial movie directed towards kids who aren't millennials. I don't know. The humor was just kind of... No, no, that's that's fair. There's, like, there's definitely, yeah, like...
3: Tonight. I get what you're, illumination, you illumination know I mean no yeah illumination is the exact type of company that like makes jokes about twerking and like yolo yeah. and like, bizarre Do they like they bring that up in the I, I know no, what, they but, like, but, but they might like, as humor. well yeah, like there's it's, like humor that's along there's some humor along that line especially in like yeah it's just like when they bring that stuff up it's like
4: oh god please it just, just give me sort a sort of from this. it's it's constantly god,
3: show me mercy strike me down
4: on the edge of like making some horrible dated pop culture reference. Later. Yeah, yeah, because the, usually they make these movies
3: like a year in, like they start it a year in advance and then by the time the movie comes out that that pop culture reference is old or it's an old meme or I don't even know. And, it,
4: it doesn't, but like it, it's almost there. Like yeah. it almost crosses the line. Yeah. You can feel like it. the movie's so desperately wanting yeah, to do that. Hey,
3: by the way, just, I'm sorry, this is totally off topic. Go for it. There's one thing I was just thinking about when I said they make these movies in a year in advance. I have a theory on why Jumanji was able to be made so quickly. Literally- They filmed them back to back? No. Oh. No. Well, maybe. Well, that kind of, in a way. What I'm yes. thinking is they didn't- <laughs> No, wait. It's yes. all deleted
4: scenes from the first movie? Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. There is... I'm guaranteeing that there is at least three or four major sequences that were cut from the first Jumanji, and they- knew they were going to make a sequel by the end of the first one, so they just started doing the CGI ahead of time. Yeah, maybe. And so... So by the time the filming began with the actual actors, it was already a year in production of CGI. So they met him halfway, did the acting, and then basically they decided to copy and paste the actors into the CGI scenes. They had to patch in some of the scenes from Jumanji that got cut, do a little bit of polishing, and the soundtrack, boom, you're you're good to go by Christmas. It's the only thing I can think of, because you simply do not make a major Hollywood studio film with tons of CGI like that in a year and get it done. That's the only thing I could think of, because that was the most... When, when they announce that like, well, the CGI is not great. It's not, but still like, that's still, a, I mean, to make it not look like absolute shit, they, sure. they do have to put some work into it. So yeah. no, I, I just I, thought that was, I, that is, I'm very excited to see it. Cause I loved the first one. And you know, the rock is of course the rocks going to say nothing but good things, but he says it's a lot of fun. Um, he said he had just, he had a lot of fun making it and watching it. And he, so I'm excited for it, but still, um, it's going to be interesting how that plays out. Started, started principal production in January and or even like February and it's out 10 months later. That's just insane. But uh that's why I'm not a CGI animator at a major studio because that would suck. Hmm. Speaking of, um Sonic. What do we think of Sonic?
0: They have good chili cheese dogs.
4: They should <laughs> not be named
1: Sonic. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, got the hedgehog. Got some nice cheddar bites. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna
4: blow a sponsor opportunity here. <laughs> Sonic are it's the slowest fast food restaurant out there. It, that's part that's part of its charm. They are so fucking nope, slow. You drive also, there, I'm gonna say Freddy's.
3: Also, if you they have way too wide ranging of a food menu to know that like, Insane. To, to think it's anything other than like literally Food you get at like a little league ballpark, you know, where yeah. the kids make it. Like it's literally shipped in from there, and they just slap a Sonic logo on the box and say, "This is a special." Sonic. Do you
4: remember a long time ago, like when I, when we were all, you know, little? If they had a thing where, like, if they took too long to get the food out to you, you would get like a coupon for like a free hamburger or yeah. something. Yeah. My family had. Stacks and stacks and stacks of free hamburgers And they don't do it anymore Because yeah. I'm sure they lost a lot of money They realized We're way too fucking slow We're bleeding hamburgers Yeah We should not be called Sonic You know what? You Should know- be called Molasses
3: <laughs> Yeah I mean that's a good comparable thing Um
4: 100 year old turtle slathered in molasses And <laughs>
3: Let's go get some hundred-year-old turtle slathered in molasses. I don't know. I'm pretty hungry right now. Um, there is a. I, what was the last time you got something from Sonic that was advertised that was actually delicious? That's another thing. Their Sonic shakes are pretty
1: good. Their burgers are not terrible. Shakes are, are shakes, good.
4: They're shakes. Summer shakes. The last time I had a
3: shake from Sonic, and it's been this way my entire life, it is literally so cold it will not go through their stupid Sonic straws. Ooh, you got it. Th- really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's like they, it, it just, you just suck on it, they and can you be keep sick. sucking and you just suck, 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 and nothing comes. It just stays down there. It's unbelievable.
1: That's, I'm going to clip that. So <laughs> you just suck, suck, suck.
3: <laughs> oh, God. It's serious. Like I can't. It will not do it. It See, just doesn't burn. You're button. not the wrong warming
4: then. it up with your hands first. That's what you're missing out. You, you, got, the got, you need some friction. Yeah. You need some friction on the cup.
3: Uh, that's you know that's what yeah. I yeah my hands aren't warm enough. You that's gotta
4: I, work it up and down with your <laughs> hands a little bit,
1: cup it a little bit.
4: Um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this is but, now. So yeah. we're not... we're earning mm, our oh explicit God. content
1: anchor,
3: so I think uh, I have a few your, ideas we of tagged? some sponsors. No, we but in. Jordan no. tagged it one day. On tagged accident.
4: it like, the first week on yeah. accident. Oh. No. I mean. We do curse. This is true. This is our yes. new ad that we're gonna be. Hey, I'll get to the pod Watched <laughs> American Hustle. Sonic. Yeah. Uh the David O. Russell. Oh, you just watched it? You just watched it. Um that yeah. was good. I liked that. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um uh, Bradley Cooper is such a t- skis in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's such believable skis.
3: I uh honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that movie and I was really bored during it. And I watched the whole thing, and I have no idea what that movie is about or what they do. I forgot everything. I did not like that movie very much, and I think I own it because I bought it on Black Friday for like four bucks. Basically,
0: to show how if I recall, film nerd I am. Jeremy Renner's character is running for mayor. He is the mayor. He is the mayor, and they're trying to get dirt on him. So, isn't it basically?
4: No, no, Christian Bale and Amy Adams, yeah. They run some kind of scheme that I don't fully understand or comprehend. And then they get busted by Bradley Cooper, who's with the FBI. And then, so, part of their deal is they have to help do, like, four stings, make four busts. And then um, Jeremy Renner's character falls in their radar somehow. Um, I guess it's based off a true story Mm -hmm. or at least inspired by one. Um, And apparently like most of the movie's dialogue was like improv or they did a lot of improv and I think all the performances are really, really good. Like Jennifer Lawrence who I'm normally like lukewarm on like she's hilarious in that movie and she's mm-hmm. you know it only has a few scenes she's but a great actress I think she runs away with the movie yeah. really she, she's a great yeah. actress
3: I could see being annoyed with her personal life she can be oh, I don't good. even she, know about
4: all that it's just kind yeah. of oh it's not that she's
3: like her personal her her public persona is kind of like oh my god
4: I'm so ditzy <laughs> you oh, know I don't know she seems I fine I just don't like it's kind of my uh, thing I think my it's a dumb issue to have with her but the way like she kind of took over the most recent X-Men movies because she's playing Mystique and she's this huge actress. So Mystique has kind of this overblown importance in those movies and they try to make her out as more of like, I think for Just her, a good but temporarily upset character, it's like, no, Mystique's a fucking villain. Like, well, she's not think, leading the team. I think like, what
0: happened was because they signed her into a long term contract. Yeah. And that was before she made it big. Yeah. Like, oh, Jennifer Lawrence, she's a famous actress. Let's center these movies around her. So I think that's what ended up happening. Oh, yeah. So like, they ended up having to change
4: that, cause, that character. Yeah. She's the big star. Uh, American Hustle. I give, like, Three and a half stars out of five? Mm-hmm. I guess I
3: didn't rate my movies. I give Claus four and a half out of five stars. And I give Well. Wow. I give the Irishman. I I give Claus four out of five stars. And I give the Irishman
4: four out of five stars. I'm it's gonna take me years to watch that movie. It's gonna watch take it, me watch it like a like a, a TV show. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. It's gonna take me at least two years to finally sit down and be like, "All right, I'll watch this," and then I will <laughs> two watch years? it. years. I will watch it's it over free. the course of like three well, days, free. probably. I just sure. don't like. I don't really go for like true crime, gangster films. Don't do a lot for You're me. Not... Really, unless there's like some kind of heavy. Oh st- man, dialization to me. Like um, like a. Uh, Shit, the Baby Driver uh, director. Uh, uh, you're ever, right. Like, ever, like ever, if yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. did like a gangster movie, I'd yeah. be all over it. But like, dude,
3: I I don't know, man. I I am fascinated by stuff like that, like good But just, and I
4: don't really want to watch Martin Scorsese jerking off to the the Italian mob for three hours, like. That doesn't appeal to me. And it is always Uh-oh. curious.
0: I wonder if the Italian mob is going to listen to this podcast and we're all going to get. No, it. no disrespect to, to the Italian
4: off. mob, but I just, you know, Sonic, movies aren't for Sonic me. and, and if Italian, Italian so, mob are <laughs> going to be
3: covered after us. And if so, we do have lasagna. My mother makes a great sauce. We're all we'll be dead f- yeah, this we're time next week. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't I know.
4: I do like Sonic's mozzarella sticks. I've been rolling hard We're on that. We're back to Sonic. <laughs> or their ch- uh cheddar I have bites. Seen cups
1: in the, the trash Yeah.
4: Sonic. Oh, good.
3: I have a soup I'm going to eat later in between this show. Is it from Sonic? No. Unfortunately not. Homemade. I don't know. Now that's something Sonic should get into, the soup business.
4: Well, that's all I watched. I did buy a couple movies I haven't seen yet on Black Friday. Took advantage of some... <sighs> Blu-ray sales. I only got two on Black Friday. I got twenty-three Jeez. movies. Holy <laughs> yeah. God, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, you act. Yeah, okay, Tim. Uh,
1: one <laughs> yeah. of the one of the,
0: th- or, I guess three of them. I got the uh,
1: Cornetto trilogy. Oh, okay, okay, that's a good purchase. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's the, like, okay, the know, thing twenty-three. Is okay, I'm, you know, I'm actually okay.
3: So t- typically, it's a tradition for Tim. Tea Time and I to go Blu-ray shopping on, a, on on Black Friday night. I got too drunk on Thanksgiving, and I literally could not drive um, anywhere. And um, when I was finally sobered up enough to drive home, it was about damn near midnight. And I get into the place around 1230. Uh, and the thing is, though, I was so bummed to miss out on that tradition, but also not because I... I have not seen my movies in a little over like four, five months because they've been in a box in my basement because I have no place to put them. And honestly, I went to Target to buy some and I was like, I do not know what I already own and what I don't because I haven't seen them in so long. And so I was like, I'm not about to buy like my third copy of John Wick 2. <laughs> so I just bought two movies I knew I didn't have that were great deals like Detective Pikachu and... um. Do you get Spider-Man? Spider-Man.
4: I got Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. I got yeah.
3: Detective Pikachu and Spider-Man Far From Home. I got those two things,
4: I got and I got a nice blender.
3: Shazam. I got Shazam as well. Oh,
0: okay. Have and you I seen I got,
4: Shazam? I have not seen Shazam. Um, and I also got Godzilla, uh, King of Those Monsters. Mm. haven't seen Did it. You? Oh, yeah. I, I was either. hoping to have watched most of them by today, uh, but didn't happen, so I might watch one tonight and then... There you go. Before next episode. I we've all talked about those already. I'm just playing twenty nineteen catch up right now, basically. Yeah. I um, need to
0: as well. Yeah. I, I like
3: dude and I really like Detective Pikachu, so I'm excited to watch that again. Uh, it's just uh, it's a good good movie. Atmospheric. I like it.
0: I got uh let's see if I can remember all twenty three. Oh. The Cornetto trilogy, <laughs> those are three. Then I got Ex Machina, nice Starsborn, Shazam. Spider-Man, Shape of Water, Oof. all three John Wicks, oh. uh, First Man. Okay, I'm at twelve. I still haven't seen First Man. Yeah, halfway through at twelve. Uh, then I got.
1: Oh, damn it! Yep, no, is that happening?
3: It's the most exciting segment in <laughs>
1: the
3: history of the stick show. I know, right? Continue, please. Everyone's. At the edge, On the edge of their seats right wow, now. what Blu-rays at 10 by? I want to know this. Mm. I, when I buy the Blu-rays, I know I'm going to watch them again, or I definitely have a desire to watch them again. Do you really, really have a desire to watch A Star is so, Born again? Uh, I've like, never, oh, no, no, no. I've never I seen it. I feel like being depressed. Let's throw on A Star is Born. I've never seen A Star is Born. I got it because it was $4. You haven't seen it? Oh, no. Why not? That's going to be a one-time watch, which is, I guess is worth it, because you you'd have to rent it for like 4 bucks. so
4: yeah, at least you own it. Might as well.
3: Although, low-key, I do have HBO, and it is on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you, I'll be I, honest. I guarantee you while will not. That would be like watching Manchester by the Sea again. Why would you ever want to? You own that movie, too. You bought that on Black Friday. I'm like, why <laughs> yes, would I you can, ever watch this so, again? I'll be honest. Like, the, while depressing I was, films are not rewatchable well, films. That was throwing on uh, Schindler's List on a Friday night. Someone might be it's a actually. Thursday movie, <laughs> maybe, but that would be like maybe the that's I'll sad. Be, I'll be
0: honest. So while I was picking out those movies. I had I didn't have as much excitement as I did like last year. I was like, it was not didn't a good stop year you from for buying twenty. It really 30. wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a I good don't, year. I, I know, right? <laughs> I was having obsession.
4: here. dude. I, I was looking around,
3: and there was like honestly, I was like, there were some, t- there was tons of twenty nineteen movies on sale, but I'm like. I don't really want to own any of these. Like there's yeah, like, exactly. two or three. It was I, a bad year for Blu-rays. So like last
0: year, I think I bought 20 as well. If roughly. You, yeah. Jeez. And I only watched, I think I've only
3: watched like five or six of
0: them. Oh, Blu-ray
4: or DVDs in there too? Both. Okay. But if you wait till like, Blu-ray and if DVD. you wait till
3: like next year's Black Friday, there's going to be plenty of movies you're going to want to get. Like it too is going to be on special Joker. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, um, the Irishman will probably be on Blu-ray by then. Um, Claws will be on Blu-ray by then. Um, I don't think I'll buy Claws. Joker
4: comes out uh, in January on Home Video. It does, but a little, little pro tip for you.
3: Actually, I don't know if this works on Joker. I know it works for once upon a time in Hollywood, but a lot of the time, Voodoo, you can buy the movie digitally now... And for one price, you can get the you you basically buy the Blu-ray and you get immediate access to the digital copy through Vudu. For, through Vudu, it's not they now. They send you it, the Blu-ray. Yes, and they'll mail you the Blu-ray. Wow, it's a really great service. I wish they did for every movie. Sometimes they have like some issues with, like the studios where they can't do that. But there's like I've done that for several films that I know I really want. I buy it on their service. I get instant access to the digital movie, and then they send me the Blu-ray in the mail when it comes out on Blu-ray so you can watch it, uh, so you can have it as your physical action. There you go. It's great service. Voodoo. Check it out. Um, Yeah. No? You got to say something? Go ahead. I forgot what it was. All right. Well, let's move on to a uh, little bit of segments in the news. We told you we were going to completely. We have no idea what we're talking about today. We're just free balling it. Who knows uh, where this ride's? We're going take commando. Us. But I will say this. There were two trailers that dropped recently. Uh, both that I was able to watch because uh, they're only two minutes long and I'm not that busy of a person that I couldn't take time to watch both of those trailers. And uh... <laughs> Have you ever been like, this trailer's way too long? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm not going to be able to catch what? this. Three minutes? I'll watch no. this on the weekend. Let's start with Black Widow first. Here's what I'll say about Black Widow. As someone, as you know, not the, I'm not a big Marvel fan boy. However, this movie went from, I have literally less than 0% interest in seeing a standalone Black Widow movie. You can't have less than zero. Just like I did Captain America, Captain Marvel. And I still have not seen Captain Marvel. And I still have no desire to see that movie, which by the way, Paige texted me out of the blue. She's like, I'm watching Captain Marvel. This movie sucks, and she couldn't even get through it. She had to turn it off because it like, was bad.
1: That's how I was. I tried to you attempted know, to watch it on my flight to the UK. I was so bad. I ended up turning it and off. I was literally <laughs> every person
3: I've talked to who have actually given a genuine watch said like I wanted to turn like Drew's so on. Theater, you never he, talked to me about Drew it. said he wanted to leave halfway through. He's like I wanted to leave the theater. It was. I that didn't bad. think it was. And Paige was bad. like I'm halfway through this. And this is so boring. I don't care about any of these characters. I just want to turn it off. So
4: I, I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, there's a YouTuber I really like, Cosmonaut Variety Hour. Don't know if you watch him. He just talks about like a lot of movies and- He's a friend of the podcast. Sure. Marcus, Marcus, out. Marcus, you out there? Yep. Um, but he did a whole series where he reviews each Marvel movie up to, uh, was it Infinity War at that point, one by one? Uh-huh. Um, in kind of these three long videos, but just him—he didn't include Captain Marvel in that. I don't think it was out yet. It wasn't. It wasn't. But just having me rethink about Phase One of the MCU again, and we kind of talked about this: how Captain Marvel feels like a Phase One Marvel movie in a lot of ways. Not only did it really cement, like, man, Phase One of the MCU was kind of awful. Like yeah, Iron Man was good. See, I actually, Iron Man's good, and I Avengers have, is good. I have a guilty. The rest of them are not, dude.
3: I like First Avenger. I people always the say First they, Avengers I is oh two. Captain yeah, America? America. Captain America First. Uh, America. Get, I liked it. I okay, it's it's, a, it's like one of my favorite I, well, ones. Only,
4: I only saw it once. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, Disney Plus now, so it's on the list. I like that movie, but yeah. again, and then also thinking about like that made me think about Captain Marvel even more, and I was like. Came to the conclusion when we reviewed it. I was trying really hard to find something positive to say about it, and I realized, like, you know what, that movie was kind of ass. Like, <laughs> it's not. I'm yeah, I'm yeah. glad I'm not disparaging Brie Larson or any of the people involved or people who have connected with the movie. Like, again, I've seen like little kids walking around with Captain Marvel shirts. I think that's super fucking cool. Yeah, all the same. Movie's not good. Yeah. It's so boring. It's just bland. Yeah, I,
3: dude, and there there was not a like usually some of the the car- characters I have no interest in. They put something in there that makes me interested. Like for instance, uh, Ant Man. I have no interest in that character, but I wanted to watch it because Paul Rudd is a really charismatic guy, and he sold me on the movie. And it looked like it was kind of fun with the things they were doing. Every Marvel movie has done that. Every single one, there's something. Well, maybe not all the Thor movies, besides Ragnarok. But uh, yeah, I every single time I saw a trailer for this, I'm like, I could care less. And the thing that annoyed me most that I was looking forward to in Endgame is like they made like Captain Marvel like super op in that, and like made her so badass. I'm like, she has one movie. She's been in this thing for hardly at all, and she's like a main character right now, saving the day. I was like, like for instance, someone brought this up, and I probably said this on a podcast before that scene where where thanos is like about to snap the finger or whatever and captain america is or captain sorry marvel is like holding his hands and then like headbutts him and he goes oh shit and then she like beats the shit out of him that should have been hulk that should have been hulk's redeeming moment after he got his ass handed to him by thanos the first time they met that should have been hulk keeping him from snapping then hulk beating him up a bit and having that moment but instead they like made Captain Marvel had this big moment in that movie, which kind
4: of annoyed me. Hulk was underutilized oh, in he End was, game That was the biggest. That was like my yep. biggest yeah. disappointment.
3: He, I loved that character in Avengers. And then mm. Captain
4: Marvel is definitely super overpowered. Yeah, um, yeah. they def they've got an issue going forward with. Right, and I'm not super familiar with the comic oh, God. iteration. How gonna, yeah, how are they gonna um,
3: make any threat seem plausible in any Avengers? But you know movie how like in? she
4: kind of goes yeah. like Super Saiyan in the yeah. movies. I they're. I think drawing from in the comics, she has like it's called like binary form, where she's able to tap into the energy of a binary star. Mm. And I think those are just temporary things, but it seems like in the movie she can just go Super Saiyan whenever she wants. Yeah. So again, I like the character, and I really liked her interacting with the other characters. Yeah. Um it's just solo movie. Not the yet. The action was whack. The humor didn't land.
3: Yeah. I hear um, some people had problems with the scrolls, too. They're like, I didn't like how the scrolls were used in that at all. Yeah. It was, I don't know. Aren't don't the scrolls know. supposed to be bad guys and they're they bad are, guys they're now? They're villains.
4: Anyways. Yeah. But Black Widow. Back so to Black Sonic. Widow.
3: Now, yes. So, like I was saying, no interest in this movie really at all. This trailer did get me somewhat excited they do look like they're taking a little bit of a darker angle it does kind of feel like maybe a jason Bourne, like a mission impossible for sure Mm -hmm. and the way it's and that's the way it should be done it should be an action movie a spy action thriller and um dude david harbour as the red guardian that looked fucking awesome yeah that was cool i was a big fan of that
4: all about it the costume is goofy as hell i'm sure that's intentional yeah yeah um of course, all the costumes are kind of yeah. a bit much. Like her white suit you see towards the end. Um, it's very strange. I, I guess it's supposed to be like a snow suit. I don't yeah. know if they're in a snowy environment. Yeah. I it's didn't pay that close actual. attention. She's got bright red hair, yeah. so whatever. Um, yeah, I love Scarlett Johansson. She's one of my favorite actresses working today. Black Widows. One of my top three MCU characters, so I've long, long been wanting a solo Black Black Widow movie. I don't know why it's taken this long to happen. And it's kind of a bummer knowing she's gonna die.
3: <laughs> like, do like it's like kind
4: of a bummer. Yeah. So this seems like from what we know, Should not been, that okay. the trailer really indicates this, but oh. this movie takes place right after Civil War in the timeline. Yeah. And it seems to be setting up the next Black Widow, which is Florence Pugh's character. Yeah. Um, And definitely that scene of them fighting in that apartment, that's heavy Jason Bourne vibes with that. She does that little flip and kind of throws her through the window of that door. That was straight out of Bourne. Yeah. Um, So... That's cool. Also, the the villain in there, you get a glimpse of Taskmaster. Taskmaster. I'm a little bummed. <laughs> not get, a great name. It's not a great He's name. He's a cool villain. He's a cool a villain. Really it's a bad name. It's a bad He's name. A but they didn't they, they didn't. they
3: didn't. They didn't like a you know, His name is, is literally Taskmaster. You. So like, why are we going with like this heavy artillery look? Like
4: some like no. Give well, him the white hood. Right. Give him
3: the like the all that shit. They he go has. from like
4: a skull mask to he basically just looks like a paintball enthusiast. <laughs> Um, airsoft, maybe, which is I, for so long, the MCU had a hard time reconciling its goofiness, and it wasn't until like Guardians that they finally started it kind of comfortable with the more out there things, yeah. Um, and just let it be wacky. So I don't know why we can't have Taskmaster Dude, just in his classic look, they're making, like the hood, the cape, the skull mask. They're like making why? That, why yeah. are we not doing
3: that? I mean, they're making the Baron von Zito character from Civil War, uh, who in comics wears like what looks a, like a purple sock over his head. They're making that canon.
4: The purple hood. He is.
3: He's the villain and Falcon and uh, and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And he yeah. there's already been a little clip released or a little still released of him. Um, by Marvel, of him and his purple like mask thing that he wears. This really, he's just Cobra Commander. Yeah, exactly. A purple Cobra Commander. Is Cobra Commander purple and G.I. Joe? Blue. Blue. Yeah. Um, but... well, if you're colorblind. So, yeah, it's- um, Very true, I don't. I didn't know that. <laughs> but it does look like a- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our clo- clo- colorblind homies out there. Um, so, yeah, that's- Tim, what'd you think? Uh, I'm
0: kind of in this. I'm on. I'm in the same boat as you. I wasn't really looking forward to it. I mean, I'd go see it just because it's a Marvel movie, and you know, you kind probably going to gonna see make a billion dollars. Right? Yeah. Take my money now. But uh, no, I enjoyed the trailer. It had a lot of good action,
3: um, and I'm you know huge fan of David Harbor and um, yes. Florence Pugh. The, still, still, what the problem is though, and I, I think it could be an issue for Marvel going forward too. I'm starting I'm really starting to struggle wanting to go see Marvel movies. Not because there's too many of them, not because of that. Like I haven't seen them. It's just like I went and saw them for the characters that like I fell in love with when I was a kid. Like I've known who Iron Man is for a very long time because of the animated show and and he'd mm-hmm. make appearances in different crossover episodes and I've known who Captain America is and you know, I've I've grown up on those characters. Now that those guys are gone, I'm like I don't really care about Thor. Ant Man's a fun little character, but I don't really care about him in a team-up movie, and he's he can't carry on forever. Movies are weak.
4: Yeah, sorry guys, I love Paul Rudd, but the Ant Man movies are weak.
0: The first one was good. I didn't like Ant Man. I haven't seen. I
3: honestly haven't seen all of them, either one of them, all the way through yet. They have their moments, but. I'm like, I'm really starting to wonder, like, how are they gonna get butts and seats? Because I don't care about any of the characters they have left. And you know, there is arguments to be made. You care about the Guardians of the Galaxy, I have no idea who they were. I do, but I don't go see Avengers Endgame for the Guardians of the Galaxy. I go see it because that's Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, Thor all working together. Now that they're gone, I'm like, is there that greater purpose in the the MCU still feeling like Something that's gonna come together—that's like something you're really excited about. When those characters are missing, I Spider-Man is one of my top three heroes of all time. So I will always go see a Spider-Man. We still have mm-hmm. Spider-Man. But, yeah, but that—that's—that's that's the only thing I can think of. Like, I, the Eternals, I have. I could yeah, care less. the Eternals
4: is. They'll have to sell me on it. Dude, and like, it's yeah. not even, and that's, I mean, like, I, it's not even
3: the same as Guardians of the Galaxy. Honestly, they're like, using human characters there. The Eternals are, Eternals, are all
0: gods. Eternals, and Eternals I'm like, like, is one of those movies that I'll probably see just because I don't know much about it. And I'm just like, yeah, well, really curious I mean, to see what everyone's happens.
4: Everyone's saying like, you know, no one knew the Guardians of the Galaxy are, but now but a, they had Iron Man, Captain no, they're America a household name, up though, which right? is true. But, yeah, I heard Guardians of the Galaxy hopped on Wikipedia, Googled Star Lord, and I'm like, yep. oh, that looks cool. Yeah. And then like I did that with Eternals, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. No <laughs> what idea. What are these things? No idea. And that's you
3: know that's a funny. They are
4: like characters from like a Dune novel yeah. or I don't know. And that's the funny thing too. He's about got like,
3: half of Game of Thrones.
4: and yeah. Half the
0: Stark family. You know,
3: that, that's also like one of my most favorite things in the hypocritical like fandom universe is like <laughs> like. Sony announces like a Madam Web. They're good. we're working on a Madam Web movie. I have no idea who Madam Web is. I is could that, care. She's like Spider but, Woman. No, spider she's Web? she is she's a an
4: old Spider Woman, she, and she is old the Lord lady.
3: of the Spider Verse. Like she like can go between. Oh, you mean Charlotte,
4: well. Grandma Spider?
3: Like yeah, Charlotte
4: Web. Nice. Charlotte him. Exactly. Tim. <laughs> yes. Very much.
3: <laughs> Very much so. Um, but uh, yeah, like they if Sony announces that completely irrelevant character that no one knows about, and, like, you go to the message board, like, Sony sucks! Why would they make this? They have no idea what they're They're doing. And there's, like, comments of hate from, like, all these fanboys, and then Marvel announces the Eternals, and, like, I literally have... At least Madam Webb, I can connect to Spider-Man. The Eternals, I have no idea what they have to do with anything. I've never heard of a single one of them. And they're like, yeah. can't wait for the Eternals. I mean, that's I'm just, just like, what is wrong with people? That's like, just I the don't, they're, they're MCU fanboys, it, though. Everyone yeah. loves to shit, shit on it. Yeah, it's, I, you know, Sony's has, has a, a, a two-game two winning streak going right now. Say what you want about Venom but it did make damn near a billion dollars in the box office and uh Into the Spider-Verse was a all-around hit. Um so I, I anyway, they're, they're that's, making a they're, they're making on a, a Lucky movie, streak. Right? They're on a
0: they're on a street. Are they are they making a Craven movie? So There's been talk character? of
4: that forever. They uh, also wanted know.
0: If they make a Spider-Verse, <laughs> Sony
4: makes my head hurt. <laughs> if they make a
0: live action Spider-Verse with Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland, I will be
4: very happy. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. If like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man like dies in the first 2 minutes. All right. That's well, fun. that's, that's one of way the best to Spider-Bits. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but Tobey Maguire coming back like just a voice and in, like a uh, Spider cool. Verse sequel would done. be great. That's
3: what they were originally planning to do, and they backed out because for whatever reason they didn't want to cause confusion or something like that. I'm like, dude, people would have eaten that up, or at least have that be the post credit scene where it's like, like uh, an animated, an animated Peter Parker from that universe like wakes up or whatever. That would be so cool. Yeah, like you don't have to make a live action version. Bring him in as an animated version. We'll get it.
4: Anyways, we'll connect the dots. Back the Black Widow, yeah. Um, you know, I'm excited for the movie based off of who's in it. Mm-hmm. Know, the character, yeah, the trailer itself. Wasn't great. It was okay. I mean, this is kind of a running trend was, with Marvel marketing for their movies. Like the trailers just aren't hitting so anymore. What was happening at the end of the trailer it's almost where like there's Scarlet Johansson care about in them anymore? I love
3: Black Widow. What was That's happening true, at
0: the yeah. end of the trailer when Scarlett Johansson's just literally flying through the air and there's these guys Oof. flying after her? And shooting at her. Shooting at her. I was
3: so confused in that part. Uh, I, I watched the trailer once. I don't remember that.
4: Mm. Well, I don't know. Yep, we'll find out in the movie, I guess. Also, yeah. Taskmaster, just because I, I always read through the Reddit comments on trailers, and it's always a shit show. Surprisingly even keel for Black Widow, but there was still plenty of like, does anyone even care about this movie at this point? And it's like, they're trying to act like that. The reason is because we know she's dead. Yeah, but the I real mean... reason is because it's a female character in Reddit's Reddit. Um, but
3: I mean, um, Reddit is. I mean, you could probably go to another message board and there's people
4: praising it because that's true. There. The Marvel that's, reddits that's were way yeah, more positive yeah. than movies was. But um, it's just like where the fuck was it going with that? Uh, oh, when Taskmaster pops out with a bow and arrow, people are like explaining to each other who Taskmaster is. That like you know he can watch someone fight and then be able to perfectly copy what they do. What if that isn't Taskmaster? Um, what if that's Jeremy Renner? Well, some some people are saying that. But then they're like, oh, bow and arrow. I wonder if he encountered Hawkeye. It's like, or maybe he just knows how to shoot a fucking bow and arrow. Yeah. No, Hawkeye I don't is the only think Hawkeye has a monopoly arrow. on using bows and arrows. <laughs> He's the only one.
3: He monopolized all He's of them. He's the only like, one. God, people. Put Robin Hood out of um, business. So, that was a Robin Hood. Joke. I'll go see it. Yeah,
0: okay.
4: I mean... It's got up. Rachel Weiss. Yeah, I mean I might go see it. I don't know. Dave Harbour. Like I said, guys, Florence Pugh who is so hot right now. Mm-hmm. Just I, a meteoric, yeah, she is. rise through Hollywood. Now she's in the MCU. Yeah. She made it. She did.
3: Yeah. She's making big boy, big boy. I don't think you can go Bucks. up from here. I just say yeah, I just don't know. It's it's <laughs> hard DC, for me. You. <laughs> the MCU. <that's> <laughs> like really just looking at the MCU the real scope. Look, looking at the MCU scope in general though. I'm like, I don't other than another Spider-Man movie, it'll be interesting to see how Not Vision. Well, you Turns could out. like. It's funny. Like four years ago, you put the you put the universe in scope, and I'm like, oh, I'm definitely excited for this. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for that. But now I'm like, Phew. yeah. I mean, I, I it's thought cause... Black Panther was okay. I didn't. I wasn't didn't think it was spectacular. But yeah. everyone, you know, everyone thought it was spectacular. Um, and I was just like, that's all right. And so I'm not too pumped for the sequel you necessarily. Mean, I'm excited
0: to see. Well. Rumored is they're gonna have Doctor Doom be the villain in Black Panther Two. That's the recent rumor I saw.
4: I did see that. It's, I don't think mm-hmm. there's a lot behind it. Um, that would be cool. Far more likely yeah, it'd be cool is introducing uh, Namor, Namor, Namor the Submariner, yeah. being right. introduced. That actually is kind of cool too. Uh, so like having a war between Wakanda and Atlantis. That would be cool. I yeah. like that approach. It'd be tight. Yeah. Um. But uh, Namor is the first Marvel
3: hero, right? He was, he, a, was he, hero, yeah. he, he was an early one. He was a hero one. at first, I believe. Now he became a villain, but yeah. Um
4: of course Fantastic Four were gonna be getting introduced in a couple of years. They could we that. shoot a like lot a, of new know, life into you know, them. You know, be good. no. Luke Evans would be good no more I think they're going to go for like an Asian actor. Yeah. I don't know if that was rumor or if Actually it was, now that I think about it. But yeah.
3: Um so yeah, dude. Just looking at the scope of things, just not not sure what I'm excited for until until the X Men yeah.
0: arrive. Blade,
4: I'm, Mahershala Ali as Blade. I have not seen a single Blade movie. They're not good, See, but Blade's what's a super really cool interesting. Character. Is
0: like thrown in Blade because Blade's villains are what Dracula. We're getting
4: vampires in the MCU, Max. It's That's
0: interesting cool. how they're gonna piece this all together because some of the characters are just so f- We're gonna have. Far out! Fucking Dracula,
1: (laughs) MCU Max.
4: That big nerd. Who do you Um, think
0: is going to be Dracula? Jared
3: Leto. Oh God! No, he's signed up for a three-year deal as Joker. No, he's Morbius. He's actually playing Spider-Man's Dracula villain called Morbius. Right? Oh, is he? That's no. That's that's true. It's almost. I believe it's done filming.
4: (laughs) It's, It's happening. Does he have like? bloodsucker tattooed across his forehead. We can only hope. And really thin, Every time uh,
3: I see Jared Leto's Joker, I get angry. I'm like, he looks like he was you designed. tried to defend it. It looks, I defend. You tried to defend it. I defend Jared Leto as the Joker. As in, he is a good. I don't. <laughs> I think he was a good choice. It's a bad to, take. Hold top on, top no, the bottom. no, 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 no. No, I'm not defending that. I'm defending Jared Leto is a competent actor, a good actor, and he very much was a good cast as the Joker. He just was written poorly, directed poorly, and the art style was shit. It looks like you threw him in a Spencer's, and you shook it up like a margarita, and then you dumped him out, and that's what happened. It looks terrible. I hate it. Every single time I see his neon green hair, I want to punch him. I'm like, you look like not an idiot. Not the Stupid tattoos or the grill? That That's stupid, dude. The grill, I never actually mo- b- minded. I just thought the teeth were literally metal teeth because he had his teeth beaten in by Batman. That's okay, the only thing I ever saw that is. Still. I had no problem with it. Everyone was like grill. And I was like, it's not like he's wearing like a, a fucking Nelly grill. I don't see how that's an excuse. It just doesn't belong. Teeth. Sure. I don't know. It was a terrible, terrible art style from everything. That's like if
4: everything he wore, if he had like. I don't know, a sword arm, and people are like, well, what if Batman cut his arm off and he replaced it with a sword? It makes sense. The only it's, like, time, it's still stupid. The only time <laughs>
3: his Joker looked good was when he was in his black and white tuxedo towards the end of the movie, and then he was in a really cool scene that got deleted, but when he was in his black and white tuxedo with his white gloves, that was pretty cool. He looked pretty good then, but he still had a damaged tattoo and neon green hair. Moving on. Okay, uh, let's talk about the next trailer and the news. Um, no Time to Die, James Bond's latest and Daniel Craig's last time as James Bond happening. This is why I care about this movie. Um, I don't really, because I've seen one James Bond movie, I think, my entire life. And it was Casino Royale. And I You've saw only it. seen one? I saw it with you and your dad and your grandpa. Wait, oh, yeah. In theaters. Not
4: just one Daniel Craig Bond movie. You've only seen one Bond movie in your whole life. My whole life, I've oh. only seen one. I know, I know. I need to watch. Doesn't them. your dad have the
3: Bond collection? <sighs> yes, I think he does. But yeah, the one time, I, the only time I saw that was in the only the only James Bond movie I've seen was in seventh or eighth grade with Tim and his family. You didn't see Skyfall. I haven't seen Skyfall, and that's the one I definitely need to watch. Everyone says watch Skyfall, Skyfall's but I'm great. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. there is are all... It's Cas- Casino Royale. It's Quantum of Solace. Casino Royale. Skyfall. Are those all like in like continuous? Like, I need to watch the other two to be able to understand what happens in Skyfall? Well, Max,
4: I don't that's know. That's an interesting question. Um, so, Quantum of Solace does pick up directly from Casino Royale. Okay. Skyfall, not so much, but it's more of just a culmination of all of that. And then they decided hey, why don't we make a movie that retroactively ruins everything? And that is Spectre uh which is on top of just being really boring and stupid it they introduces a Christoph plot Lott's twist character. that not only is just a bad plot twist it just it doesn't make sense mm. like it tries to act like what was the what was the plot twist no that, well max hasn't I, I'm going to watch it, him but, let me
0: watch
3: him oh, okay Sorry we'll talk, for the we'll spoilers talk for a movie that's three years old. Well, my bad, my it's bad.
0: It's
4: so bad. I do want to at least and get I it. I hope that No Time to Die finds a way to undo that, like, be like, ah, oh, that twist, that was just bullshit. Like, someone was just fucking with you kind yeah. of thing. Or just doesn't acknowledge it at all, because, boy, Spectre bad. Mm.
3: Okay, so we we get to new, a new, No Time to Die then, and it looks like it's continuing from Spectre. You know, for yes, for yeah, sure because Christoph, Christoph Waltz is, is in it,
4: and Lea Seydoux is yep. in it again. Is Anna de Armas is in Anna it? Anna de Armas, mm-hmm. uh, Rami Malek.
0: Yep. Why are you looking at me I don't like that?
4: Nothing. Um, um, and I cannot remember the actress's name, but she was in Captain Marvel.
3: Uh, Double um, O.
4: Yeah, the other Double yeah, O agent cool. that is... I believe she just goes by movie. Double O. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
3: it's cool. Yeah, you know what no, I was, the, the, But I'll say this. The trailer looked good. It looked action-packed. It, it looked fun. Um, I'll definitely see it. I just need to watch the others.
0: You know what I was thinking the entire time I was watching it? I do not remember anything that's happened in the previous James Bonds.
4: Yeah.
0: See, I like to... I, I mean, I, this is kind of completely different. I like to compare it to Kingsman. I enjoy Kingsman more than... Bond personally,
3: mm. which probably isn't a popular opinion. Mm. Um, well, <laughs> I would wager a bet that is true because James Bond is an established franchise with an insane amount of fans, and Kingsman's been around for five years. But I do like Kingsman. I really like Kingsman One. Kingsman Two is fun enough. Not they they went too far, crazy. But it but yeah,
4: we've uh, we've done. Gone I don't know if it was just times. me, but like. Lashawna Lynch. Ah. The <laughs> editing on this trailer was so bizarre to me. Did anyone else, like, it was just such a weird edit to mm. to a trailer. Usually, it made me think of, like, this is going to sound weird, but almost like a Japanese trailer. Like, if you've ever... It's compared side by side, like an American produced trailer for an American film. And then you watch like a Japanese trailer for a Japanese film, or even like do a video game thing. They go about trailer editing very differently. Where sort of the Western approach is it's all like sizzle, it's shit that looks cool, or lines of dialogue that sound cool, like even without context. It's like, wow, this is crazy. Like, it seems like Japanese trailers just show you shit that you would have to have context for. Like, it doesn't make sense. And, like, it's hard to explain. I would find an example one day and do a very long video essay to illustrate my point. That'll be our first live stream. That'll be it. Like, we're like Black Widow. Like, you always have to have, like, the cliche line, like, we gotta go back or something like that. We're like, Japanese black widow would be like, you mean Megan forgot it was my birthday? Like some bizarre line of dialogue that's like, what the fuck? Like this is is a dialogue you put in a trailer? Like that doesn't it tells you nothing. Like it's so weird. They've got a very different um sensibility towards advertising. That may have been why I felt lost through it. So, anyways, I guess what I'm getting at is just the no time to die trailer was just edited so so strange. There wasn't like a consistent tone, a feeling of like a buildup or an escalation created with the trailer. It was just like a bunch of random shit. Can't even say I have any I, any clue what the movie's about. Um, yeah, I don't know. And Leia Satu's character has secrets. Yeah, it starts out with her, and then Rami Malek is there,
0: and then. I think Romney Mollick's going to be good. But again, you know, I thought Christoph Waltz was going to be good, and I would cover your ears, Max. I wasn't happy with
3: his character development.
4: Blofeld? Yeah, Blofeld was crap. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, Bond, of no time to die. uh a no, a no time to die. Not only, Max, you have to see Spectre. Not only is the twist of Spectre so stupid it ruins everything, but the villain's motivation for it is the most ridiculous, hmm. dumb thing. I can't. I can't say anything because it would give it away. But th- there's no way to talk about it without talking about it. It's so pants on head, mind-numbingly dumb. Hmm. Was I
1: don't like, know how they got both peeing at urinals and. Got a little splash back on a shoe type Might of deal? Might as well be, yeah. <laughs>
4: like, James Bond, you pissed yeah. on my shoe 10 years ago. <laughs> now I've orchestrated the complete collapse of your life. It's more or less what it is. It is more or less what it is. Ah, yeah. Oh, all right, well, I'll definitely take a look at it, and I'll uh, report oh, back yep. to you
3: when I find out. I'm I'm reading it now. Yeah. I'll, Are re- you? I'll report
1: back to you when I... I literally haven't seen any of the new shit with you. Well, you, no you Craig. guessed
4: it. You, you hit the nail on the um, head. <laughs> don't, even, don't even need, need to watch <laughs> um, them.
1: That's a, that's a cuckoo plot yeah.
3: twist.
4: Sorry. Um, <laughs> Cocoa Puffs.
3: Moving, uh, moving on past uh, No Time to Die, we do have one last topic. It was TV time. Uh, have any of you guys watched Watchmen? Nope.
1: Nope. nope. All
3: right, well... <laughs> Watchmen's really. good. I've been good. wanting to. And uh, two, uh, Witcher is coming to Netflix. Got great reviews so far. People th- saying that the yep. uh, the action sequences would put Game of Thrones to shame. Uh the, the swordplay. Game is of the Thrones puts so Game of Thrones to, watch, to shame. So you mean you can watch? actually see the action help. sequences. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, dude! I was so annoyed by that. All like, I was like, everyone is make me feel so mean. I was like, like God, you guys are such whiners. I'm like. Dude, I just couldn't see. I'm like what do you want from me? I can't see the damn scene. We waited all year for this for the fight and I can't see it. It was I don't know. All right, well, that was TV talk. Um this <laughs> Witcher looks good. Uh, people are saying Henry Cavill's insane and uh yeah. uh and is insane? Yeah, he's not he's mentally unwell.
1: Like his accent. He crushed. Oh, the girl's accent. <laughs> 100%. Like, at least in the trailer when you hear him. No,
3: yeah, when you hear him, he's doing a great. Yeah. Oh my God. It sounds I just want like. To do it,
4: but I'm afraid I'm just going to fuck it. it hey, up. Tanner, let's on hear it, dude. Record. Why not? I can't. Do it. Tanner. I can't do right. We'll, just, we'll Tanner, just blame it on Max. Max can't, can't, can't be the only one on. doing. I'm a witcher.
1: Wind's <laughs> howling. This is what that's, I do. That's pretty
4: close. Wind's howling. Wind's howling. Place of power, gotta be.
1: Yeah, I haven't gotten it. I don't think that's bad at all, T. I haven't given up the role of Superman. The cape is still in the closet.
4: Alright. I don't want to kill monsters. <laughs>
1: I want to have sex. Where is
4: Siri? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to have sex with monsters. <laughs> Sometimes monsters have sex with you. Do you have any idea are how we talk ho- about Evil Dead now? Do you have any idea <laughs> how hot
3: my pecs are? Okay. Alright. These are like two filled up water balloons stuffed under skin, sculpted into a beautiful, massive man.
4: I hope he just randomly purrs at his horse in the show, too, because that threw me for a loop. I hope Roach gets on a a, Just riding all of a sudden, hear this bizarre noise, and I had subtitles on, it just said purr. I'm (laughs) like, did I just run over a cat? Like, what (laughs) was that? I'm
3: very excited. Also, you know what I'm excited for? This is a major freaking show, and they're releasing all the damn episodes at once. Yes. Disney. Disney Plus, you fucks. Learn from that, you God, hey, not only are we not going to release it all at once, they're going to be 35 to 40 minute episodes. On top of that, we're releasing it at 2 a.m., so you can't even talk about it at work with your friends because uh, you, you won't can, have time. We can watch it at work know, uh, with yeah. your friends if you're good enough. I have an opinion, <laughs> yeah, but I'll we... save it for the Force Vision podcast. Uh, uh, but yeah, All right, guys, well, that's going to be it for this Cinemaxic. We took oh. you on a wild ride.
4: What? I was going to bring up some DC-related stuff. Holy
1: shit, it's happening. Go ahead. We've been talking about the <laughs> I mean, MCU so, so much. We can extend it. What's going on? <laughs> we've
4: had confirmation that Birds of Prey is going to be rated R. Oh, yeah. And that DC going forward is more open to making R-rated Suicide films. Squad
3: 2 is going to be R-rated as so, well. So
4: I think this is how DC competes with Marvel. They don't try to copy Marvel with the Cinematic Universe PG-13 movies. They make... Dark, mature, yeah. R-rated take. It's a good, it's a good way to
3: go. I mean, you know, I, and this is—I know you, especially—you're not going to like this opinion, but let's just be honest. Let's be honest here. In terms of like cinematic, like all-around better movies. In terms of like, let's put up top four of each. Like the Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Joker. I'll uh, just end it there. But like Wonder Woman, but uh, but those three: Joker, Dark Knight, Batman Begins. Darker, more, and I love Dark Knight Rises, but that's the one that's like very, that's very all over the place. But those three movies are darker, adult takes, but great stories. And I'm not saying this to, to like to bash anything, but they are better than any MCU movie by a long shot. By a long shot. In terms of like depth, in terms of what you care about, in terms of like wanting to rewatch them, Spider Man 2. No, oh, that's a, I'm, that's talking MCU, by the way, because well, Logan is Nolan great. Trilogy. I no. would not
4: consider DC. I think Logan is, mm-hmm. I would the s- Nolan Trilogy oh, doesn't it's not, count. No, no, I'm not if saying not DCEU, counting am McGuire's Spider Man. No, and movies. I'm talking, I'm just talking DC Marvel.
3: So I shouldn't say okay. like MCU, okay. just DC okay. Marvel. DC has like, if you have like, in terms of like, great content in terms of like movies that have been recognized in various different ways. I think those movies would clearly be better if you ask like a a bunch of like true movie fans who aren't just like straight up DC or MCU fans. And I'm, I'm trying to say that objectively as a big DCU fan, I think people would say, yes, the dark Knight, Batman begins Joker are better movies than 99% of Marvel movies. Now, Logan, that's a great, great movie. Love that. Um, I love Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, um, stuff like that. But <clears throat> that's just my opinion. But yeah, uh, th- they do need to go that way. They don't need to stick to a theme. That's something that's going to give it a mix up. They can have some R-rated movies. They can have some PG-13 movies. They do a crossover between the characters. That could be cool. Um, so, But that's going to be way down the line before they try and do any more crossovers. But and you know, something else too. Guys, someone brought this up. we were just about to end this thing. But they're saying <clears throat> Superman... People are saying Superman uh, that WB is having trouble finding a way to make Superman relevant to modern audiences, and that just infuriates me to no end, because you can literally look in various different forms of media for inspiration on how to make Superman in the modern world, but someone tweeted this, and I thought it was great. You don't have to make him relevant. You have to make him inspiring, and that's something that Marvel did great. Marvel made three great Superman movies in the Captain America movies, because that's what Superman is. He is a, yes, he's a Boy Scout and he does like have issues and, you know, he has problems just like any other I, human. But Superman just needs to be inspiring in a world I that think needs the, it. And I, that's what he, we need to go for. I it. think
0: the difficult part when you compare Superman to Captain America, Captain America, he's just super strong, but yet he still gets his ass kicked, but he keeps fighting through yeah. it. While Superman, there's no one you can really throw at him that's Gonna... Well,
3: Zod almost killed him. I mean, that was a great fight. Yeah, Man awesome. of
0: Steel is fantastic. I love but then that they, movie. They finished it there.
3: They they didn't do a second yeah. one, and then and Henry, yeah, and well, that yeah, and you know, Henry Cavill also come out and said he's like, you know, I mean, honestly, he almost disparages BVS and Justice League because uh, he's like, you know, I he's like, I I wanted to go. I I like I love Man of Steel. I'm very proud of that film. I don't necessarily like where. It basically he was saying I don't necessarily like where they took the character in Batman versus Superman. He's like, Superman is an inspiring character. Inspire is good. Um I want to go towards something like that that you would get from the comics. And that's something he's saying he's really focusing on is trying to get that movie made. Um and he wants to get back on track from where they left off in Man of Steel. That's where they this they don't have to make him relevant. Stop trying to make everything like a social issue. Just make him inspiring. Just go for that. People will come and watch him and people want Henry Cavill to be Superman.
4: What if he played Superman like Geralt of Rivia?
3: Like where he had long gray hair and everything. Oh, that would be badass. Yeah, go for Superman's it.
4: Superman's just like, I'm gonna have sex with Batman.
3: Yeah, that'd be an interesting take. But I mean, it's, we can do that. Send that script to WB.
4: That's uh, Superman loves Batman. That's my, uh, my script.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's a good place to leave the podcast for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this is the Cinemaxic Podcast. You can find us on CinemaxicPod on Instagram, Cinemaxic on Twitter, CinemaxicPod at gmail.com. Download that Anchor app. If you search for us on the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voice message. We can patch you into the podcast. You can leave a question, comment, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Patch it in. It would be fun. Um, thank you guys again for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We have cool things coming down the road. If you didn't catch it, you can go listen to last time's uh, two weeks ago's podcast where I kind of cover what we're going to do in the year upcoming. Um, but a lot of exciting things coming. So thank you guys again for supporting. And we will see you next week on the Cinemaxic podcast. As always, watch on. <laughs>